Good morning, Power 1017. Good morning, this is uh, Wes Moore calling in for Bill Baker. Hey, hello. Mr. Wes hello, Moore, hello, wow. Hello. And you know what? You didn't have like a handler call in and say, hey, stand by. We have Wes Moore standing by coming this up. This is so cool. And you just called right in, man. It is awesome. We're not, we're, not, we're not fancy. We're not fancy. Wow, I love it. <laughs> uh, well, good morning, uh, Governor. I'll go ahead and I know you're Governor elect, but I'll call you Governor. Uh, you know, I'm Bill Baker. This is uh, Jessica. Welcome, welcome, Hi, Jessica. Yeah, welcome and congratulations. Yes, Thank great you. job. Thank you. No, we are very, very excited and uh, and and re- ready, ready to get to go. It's, this is an exciting time for the state. It really is. Yeah, absolutely. You know what? I, I don't know what it was or what you did to me, but <laughs> but I was like so excited when you won uh, as governor, and I, I kind of felt like. I felt back in 08 when President Obama was elected. I'll be honest with you. I'm just being real. Mm. Man, just an awesome feeling. First African-American governor in uh, the state of Maryland. And you have a beautiful family. Uh, You know, talk. You're a young guy. Your wife, your kids. Just so beautiful. Talk to us about how amazing it is and how you're feeling. I mean, gosh. Well, you know, I, well, first, first, bless you guys, and sincerely, and honestly, this means the world to, to be with you, uh, and and thank you, and and you know, honestly, I think one of the things that's been so amazing about it is that how improbable this thing was, right? Where it's like where we started, we started this campaign over a year and a half ago, and we were pulling at one percent, mm-hmm. and 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 you know, not a whole lot of people looked at this campaign and said, you know, hey, I predict that a year and a half from now that we are going to win by the largest margin in in uh, in Maryland in Maryland uh, in a Maryland gubernatorial race in close to 40 years wow. like no one could have predicted that and and I think the the thing is is that we just really wanted to run the race that was that was speaking to the people mm-hmm. that was going everywhere um, that was going out to I mean we spent a lot of time all over, all over the eastern shore um, I'm really excited and proud of the fact that, you know, this is a, the first time we've seen in a while that, you know, our campaign, you know, we won Talbot County. We won Kent County, you know, we because we, we were going everywhere. And, and when people were saying, uh, you know, that you're going a lot of places, even when there's not a lot of a strong Democratic stronghold, you know, I always would tell them, do you know a question I never once asked my soldiers? You know, because I, I, uh, I led soldiers in combat with the 82nd Airborne. I said, you know a question I never once asked my soldiers? What's your political party? Right, right. It never came. That that question never came up in Afghanistan. Yeah, and, no. right. And I and I, I knew that that's exactly the kind of campaign that we were going to run. And so uh, I, I'm I'm excited, not just and thankful, not just that we won, but it was how we won. Yeah. Um, because that's exactly how I plan on going. Man, that, that is just so cool. That's incredible. And, you know, I, I did follow you. You know, we, we both of us still followed you when you came to Ocean City, and uh, you know, we'll uh, we'll get into that, but. First off, I just wanted to ask you, like, you've never really been, you know, in a lot of politics, you know, over the years. And first off, thank you for your service, Yes, by the absolutely. way. Thank you for your service. But this is kind of like a first big p- political gig for you, right? Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, so I just want to ask you, like, are you ready for this? <laughs> are you ready for this life? <laughs> are you ready for this foolishness? I mean, look, you see all the stuff that goes on. Um, like, like, why did you want to get into this? And because you know, it is it's life changing, and you know, yeah. it, it, it's a lot. So, you know, talk to us about that. You know, I, I um, you know, I, I tell people that I, I've I've been a public servant for my whole life, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I mean, I've I've led soldiers in combat. 
I, I, I ran a successful small business in Maryland where we're helping first generation students go to and through college. Uh, and I, and I you know, led one of the largest poverty fighting organizations in this country. So I've been involved in this work uh, for, for much of my adult life. But while I've been a public servant, I just haven't been a politician. Um, but I've been working on these issues. I've been working on issues of early childhood. I've been working on issues of educational sports, working on issues of, 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 of public safety, working on issues of, of, of job reskilling and job retraining. And, and so I know that when I was even doing the work, you know, I left when I was, I was leaving one of the largest poverty fighting organizations in the country. And when I left, I remember having these conversations with, uh, with, with colleagues. And I remember talking with you know, one colleague in particular about an adjustment that we were looking to make on the child tax credit. And we were, we were basically urging and lobbying for, for the state to make this adjustment on the child tax credit because it can have a significant impact on the number of children, children who are growing up in poverty. And knowing the chance of a child is growing up in poverty, their chance of being an adult and dying in poverty is remarkably high mm. in the state of Maryland. And I remember having this conversation. We were, we were pushing for there to be adjustments uh, in, in, in the work and in the state of the state speech. And I went and I looked, and that adjustment wasn't there. And I'm upset. And I remember speaking with one of my colleagues, and, and, I, and I said to him, you know, he said to me, he said, you know, we've been working for six months to get them to try to make an adjustment on, uh, you know, try to, make, try to get them to add a line in the speech. And he was like, but what if you could write the whole speech? And that's the point, right? Everything in our life is a policy decision. From the air we are breathing to the water we are drinking to the access we have to, you know, to waterways in the bay, to how we are, to the schools we attend, to the transportation assets we have. Everything is a policy decision. And so I've been working on these issues and I've been leading as an executive on these issues for much of my adult life. And so I think one of the things that's been really exciting when you watch the fact that we receive, we receive more support by members of the Maryland General Assembly than anybody in the race, in the primary or the general. Wow. That we receive endorsements from county executives. And it's because they see me as the right partner. Mm-hmm. They see well, me as the person who's going to bring people together, that's going to bring, bring sectors and political parties together. And I think the election results that we saw last Tuesday is a clear illustration of exactly that. Absolutely. And, and you know what? I, I mean, to be honest with you, um, I, I mean, it was just amazing. Yeah, the, the, the margin that you won. Um, but, I mean... Let's be honest. I, I mean, you were you're, you're, and I don't want to get into it, but you know who your opponent was. I was pretty shocked about, about who they picked on the other side. I, I you know, I, I've seen you know a couple interviews you've done. I, I was, I was shocked. I was like, come on, you got to give him a challenge here, you know. So you know, I, I didn't want him to. I'm glad you won like that, but I was like, I, I was just a little surprised. Um, when at what point you said you know you were doing a bunch of work and you want to get some stuff done at what point did your wife give you the nod like you know what it's okay you know what that, we're in this together th- th- that's the real question you know when did you decide that it was time for governor because it's really when your wife gives you the okay <laughs> bill you are you are so right i always say that that she has the ultimate veto power yeah and that veto cannot be overridden she's been very uh, supportive i'm sure <laughs> but you know i and i i think uh well first i gotta tell you i'm 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 blessed that I have uh, I have the wife that I have who is who is not just my not just my best friend. I mean, 15 years ago, I married my best friend, um, and it's someone who also understands this world well. I mean, she she had worked in, in these areas and worked on these issues uh, before, working on women and children's issues. She was the former chief of staff to Anthony Brown, so she knows these issues and she knows this world. 
And and so she went into it with both eyes open about okay. what this would mean for our family, about what this would mean for uh, you know for our children. And she did a remarkable job of making sure that we're putting things in place to to prepare and protect. But the thing I think she also understands uh, and understood is this: is one she knows her husband, and uh, and she knows that uh, that I'm a public servant by heart. Um, that's what I care about, and that's why I, I want my I want my time on this earth to be time that we just spent our time trying to make things better. And and I think a lot of that just comes from my own personal background, where where you know I I, I watched my father die in front of me when I was three years old. Uh, you know, the first time that I felt handcuffs on my wrist was when I was 11. Uh, I watched my family struggle, and I watched my mother didn't get her first job that gave her benefits until I was 14 years old. And and I I think if someone would have told me when I was 11 with handcuffs on my wrist that one day you're going to be the governor, I would have never believed it. Right. Wow. And, and I'm and I'm devoting my life to making sure that we can have more children. That when we say that to them, that they believe it. And I think the other thing that my wife understands and, and really helped me to understand is, is that uh, if we're not if we're not actually adjusting policies, that we can all continue to do the work that we were doing to be able to advocate and advocate and push and, and, and community organizations that are doing life-saving and life-changing work. But if we're not adjusting policies that continue to allow so many people to fall between the cracks, in urban, rural, and suburban parts of our state, then we will repeatedly find ourselves cleaning up the debris that comes from broken systems. And that's where I think in this moment, that's what I think this moment called for. And that's what I think our campaign uh, provided for people, for provided that, that level of, uh, of, of, of hope for people. With what you went through and what your family went through and all that, I know you can't say this, but... You know, uh, I don't know. I feel like I'll say it for you. You know, now it's like, well, guess what? Now I'm your boss. So, you know, (laughs) the the way my family was treated, now I'm your boss. So now let's see how things are going to get done. So, no, I I, I think it's, you know, I mean, it's it's just significant. It's it's amazing how far we've come. I appreciate that. But, you know, but but it's funny, Bill. I, I, um... I don't think about it that way. You know, no, I know, you know, I know. Well, you know, but it's interesting because, um, you know, my uh, I have my, my full name is is Wesley Watende Omari Moore, and I bring that up for this reason that um, my my father, uh, his name was was Westmore, and he really insisted on giving giving me the name Watende as one of my middle names. Right. And my mother, and they got into an argument about it. Cause my mother was like, "Listen, he's getting your first name. Why do you get to pick his middle name?" <laughs> right. So they, so their compromise was, we're just going to give him both. So that's why my full name, that's why I have two middle names. And, uh, but the, the name my father gave me of Watende, it means revenge will not be sought. And my mother never understood, and it wasn't until after he passed away, um, that she told me that story where she was like, it was almost like he understood. And he knew what was going to happen. And so it was so important that Watende become a part of me, that revenge will not be sought. You know, we're not doing this to, to prove a point or for retribution. Um, we're doing this because I don't want stories like mine to be exceptions, that we can actually build a state that is going to be bold and it's going to be, that's going to move fast, but that's going to be inclusive so that every single community, every community in our state needs to feel seen, needs to feel heard, and needs to feel like we have a state government that is advocating and pushing and rooting for them as well. That we're not going to, this is not zero sum. And I tell people, I'm very good at math. I don't know how we're going to get addition through division. Well, right, right. Well, once you're sworn in 
And after we get to this question, I got a bunch of fun, uh, more fun questions for you. But once you're uh, sworn in day one, what's your first order of business? What is the first thing that you would like to accomplish as governor of Maryland? Yeah, well, I, I, I think that the first thing and the most important thing for any chief executive is team. Right. I think when people look at the team, when people look at the state uh, and look at our state government, you are going to be you're going to see a government that that reflects the state of Maryland. And you're also going to see the most innovative, uh, the most competent and the most hard charging team and administration that this state has ever seen. And and we're already starting to show show sights of it where, uh, you know, I'm really proud of some of the first announcements that we made. Uh, for the member who will be the members of the, of the governor's leadership team. I'm really proud of the fact that we have announced a, uh, a transition and transformation team uh, for, for the state of Maryland, when that includes people like the mayor of Ocean City, uh, you know, Mayor Meehan, who, who, by the way, is a Republican, who's serving as a steering, uh, a steering committee member on my transition. Oh, I'm wow, proud of the nice. fact that a co-chair for, for my transition team is, is Mary Tidings uh, of Talbot County. Uh, and so, so the first thing that people are going to see as we are sworn in is the team that we are going to build is going to be one the entire state can both be proud of and feel like they're being seen. But then I think the second thing is when we talk about we have a leave no one behind agenda, and that's what I ran on, and that's what I'm going to govern on, a leave no one behind agenda, which, I, which actually I, I learned when I was in the military, when I was 17 years old and I first joined the Army, uh, one of the first things they taught us in basic was a, it was a mantra it was leave no one behind and 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 if someone were to get one of my people i would send a battalion in to go get them if i have to we leave no one behind and when Love we it. talk about a leave no one behind agenda that we're going to have for the state means how are we going to focus on things like having a 21st century education system for all of our children how are we going to make sure that we have broadband and wi-fi access that is going to touch every part of the state and not just parts of it how are we going to have a public safety so people can feel safe in their own in their own homes, in their own communities, and in their own skin? And how are we going to have economic growth? Because for, in order for this to be Maryland's decade, it means we must grow as a state. And so those are all things that you're going to see the platforms being laid on and laid down uh, in our first days of office. Love it. Love it. Um, and, and the way that you and uh, Governor Hogan, you know, got together uh, the day after or whatever the other day and, yeah. you know, you guys went out and, and that's the way it should be done. And I know you said it, you know, uh, quite a few times, but the way that, you know, you guys came out and he took you on a tour of the governor's mansion and, you know, yeah. you spoke to the press and all that. Like it was just so inspiring just seeing that. Mm -hmm. And it was like, you know what? Now we're, we're getting it almost seems like we're getting back to normal. Like this is the way it should be done. And, you know, we applaud you for that. And that's why I think we're just so excited to have you, you know, in Maryland. Thank you. And it's true. I mean, like that, that is how it should be done. Yeah. And I think for the people of Maryland, we're, we're tired of being at each other's throats. Yeah. You know, we're, we're tired of the idea that you, we have people who care more about where did the idea come from than is it a good idea? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. You know, like we're tired. We're ready to move fast. But in order to do it, we've got to move together. Very, very important. Very important. Now, uh, speaking of the governor's mansion, you know, uh, Governor Hogan, uh, you know, we heard took you on a tour and all that. Um, how do you like it? Like, let's be honest. We're just you know? curious. I mean, you're going to be moving your whole family. You're going to be moving just you, you guys like just move in. Right. What like is you, it your like? Wife and your kids. Is, is that how it works? Like, how, how's that? How's the transition going to work? And are they all going to be living there full time? Like right, right away? What about school? Um, you yeah. know, you redecorate. Yeah, talk to us about how all that goes. 
<laughs> well, so so thus far, I've had a chance. To, the governor gave me a tour of the, of the office. Right. Uh, so I've seen the office. I have not yet seen. Uh, I have not yet seen government house. Okay. okay. Family is going to be uh, where the family is going to be living, and 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 we're excited for it. I think. But the thing that uh, I told the governor, I said one thing I need you all to get ready for is is I made a promise, and not just to the people of this state. I made a promise to my kids. That come that that come election day, no matter what, win, lose, or draw, that they were going to get a puppy. Oh boy! <laughs> hey, that, now you know. You know. Sometimes you make a promise. Don't you know? They, they remember. They remember. They're not going to forget that. That's right. So I told. So I told the governor. I said, I hope you guys have have a lot of Scotch Guard and uh, all the things that are going to be necessary. That as a new puppy is getting broken in uh, into the uh, in, in government house. So that is, that is, that is going to be the first line, first agenda line that I know my kids are going to hold me to. Right. To make sure that uh, as we as we head there in January, that uh, if there will be a, a puppy uh, either already in tow or in the or in the process. This is so how old? Like. How old are your kids? They are. I have an 11 year old daughter, Mia. Uh, and uh, and we have an eight year old, and now sorry, nine now. Just had a birthday. Nine year old son uh, named James. Wow, man, that's awesome! Look, we—I uh, have four kids. Jess has two or, or uh, three. three, three. So you know, um, I mean, we totally understand, and they're like prime age, man. <laughs> you know, right. they want your attention, so you better balance. <laughs> that's right. Amen. Amen. And you know, and and no, I tell you though, I um, I you know, I, I said it on on election night, um, where I was talking about my kids, and I say, you know, I I, I they're they're remarkable. They're they are. They really are. They're brilliant. They're kind. They're unaffected. And and the thing that I want from them, or for them, is really the thing that I want for every single child in the state of Maryland. I, I want them to know that they are never in a room that they don't belong in. Yeah, and I no, want absolutely. for all of our children to be able to to, to be able to navigate uh, this world with that understanding and with that belief that that the world is theirs and everything that's in it. Uh, and all we're trying to do is just make things a little bit easier and a little bit better. Uh, well, so the world that they are going to inherit is one that uh, that we're proud of what we're uh, of what we're passing off. Of. I, I mean, like we said, look, you got a beautiful family. Um, you know, we're just so happy to have you. Uh, so, who's feeding the dog? All <laughs> <laughs> oh, them. Oh, well, okay. Now you say that, but honestly, like, do you, is there a staff there that does all that? Do you like when you move into the governor's mansion? Is there going to be a staff that like? You know, cooks. Is there a butler? Feeds the dogs, <laughs> decorates, like you know, make, uh, cleans up. Because you know, they're you said eleven and eight, they're going to make a mess. So you know, are you going to be down there picking up uh, plates and and toys and all that, or they're, you know, they're the responsibilities that we will all have? Okay. Will yeah, and, and I just want to know. They will know. They will know that uh, that as we get a new as we get a new dog and new puppy and, and everything else. <laughs> their responsibility to clean up for themselves okay. and to clean up for that new puppy, it is theirs. I like that it. Is their I like it. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, look, you got to tell, you know, I mean, this is a new life here. I'd look forward. I, man, I'd be fronting if I had this. I'd be like, that's right. I got a staff now. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I think I would want is a chef. Uh, yeah, see? <laughs> All right. So speaking of that, uh, Governor, um, are you a coffee drinker? I, I literally have a cup of coffee in my hand right now. How do you like it? How do you like your coffee? I, I like my coffee black. Okay. Um, really? I just like straight, straight, as strong as you can make it, which is funny, Bill, because 
I didn't drink coffee until about five years ago. Yeah. I made it through the military. I made it through Afghanistan. All my soldiers drank coffee. I never drank coffee. And and then, but the first time that I really tried it, uh, again, about five years ago, I was like, I kind of like the taste. And my wife cracked up because she loves her coffee, but she'll put, she puts the milk and the, and the, and the sugar. Cream and sugar, and yep. Yep, and, and I'm just like, and, and she's like, how do you drink that thing just straight flat? And I'm like, <laughs> I, I love that. I love that. Yeah. So, yeah. Look, you made it through Afghanistan. You, you never drank coffee before, but once you got in this political game, you said, oh, <laughs> hell no, I need some coffee. <laughs> uh, so, uh, speaking, also, speaking of foods, what are your favorite Maryland foods? Like, what is, like, the number one spot and, and you know please i'm asking you don't give me a political answer what is the no. number one spot on, that you want like uh, on that side of the bridge over baltimore or somewhere that you have to go to and then we'll get to the eastern shore uh like that you all you know you want to take your wife your family that you love going to main spot well i i said well one uh and and this is this is not a not a, a political answer at all, like I said, I'm I'm new to the political game. Right, so I'm right. I'm not sure if I even know how to uh, uh, how to give uh, give political answers uh, just yet. But first of all, crab cakes are okay. Are yes, legit to me. I mean, it is like if you give me uh, if you give me uh, a, a good crab cake, uh, then I am I, I'm good to go. And you know who, I mean? who has and the like, best crab cakes over there? Oh, oh yeah, and that's the thing too, right? I mean, so we so many. have. And we have some of the, you know, if you look at everything from Coco's um, or, or Timbuktu's or, you know, any place like that, I mean, these are all great. I mean, obviously, you know, obviously the, 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 the Fadley's, but also if you're talking about places, even these, sure, you're talking places like A Taste of Home. If you're talking about, you know, you know, there's a lot of spots, you know, Costas, if you're going to Baltimore County, one of the beautiful things about the whole campaign trail has been as we've gone all around the state, I've been able to find places everywhere that yeah. will uh, that will uh, feed my uh, feed my yearning nice. for a good crab cake. Mm-hmm. And then, how about over here on the shore? Uh, is there a spot that you know, like a go to that when you come over to o- Ocean City or you know uh, Berlin, the Eastern Shore? You know that you're like, okay, gotta go to. You say to your wife, "Look, we have to go there to dinner." You know, uh, when we get over uh, in town. So, I mean, I think there's, there's a there's a few spots there's a few spots in the Eastern Shore. Um, and I can, and I say the Eastern Shore, and then also, and also beyond, okay. which I think are, are really good. Um, you know, if you look at places like, if you look at places like, you know, the Hobbit, which is which is really oh, good. Yeah, that uh, is great. You know, actually, if you go out to, uh, you know, if you go out to even places like, uh, you know, the uh, go out to places like uh, Bayside, um, okay. which is actually a really another really good spot where you can find uh, find some good and interesting crack cakes. I mean, so there's some really good options on the Eastern Shore, nice. which is also in many ways kind of the you know the, the home of a lot of this stuff mm-hmm. but you know but i tell you the other thing about the eastern shore that i love is i have a serious serious sweet tooth and you know while you can find good smith island cakes anywhere um you know anywhere in the state of maryland you're not going to find it uh you're not going to find uh, legit 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 places like the ones they have over in the eastern shore and you know we actually went out to ocean city last year to for vacation with the family where we spent a, we spent a weekend out there uh and spent where the, the boardwalk etc and you literally have some of the best smith island cakes anywhere over in the eastern shore yeah. and so nice. i'm uh i'm a uh, i'm a big big fan as we head back over there and uh, and i'm looking forward to gaining some pounds as we head back over there during <laughs> the uh you know during the administration rofo or wawa <laughs> 
Um, I go with Rofo because because the chicken uh, because they have the Jamaican because they have Jamaican Blue Mountain coffee. Oh, okay. Oh, you know what else they have? The Reese's and Wawa coffee. Wawa does not have it. You got to try the Reese's coffee. Yeah, yeah. Rofo for the chicken. Wawa for everything else is what I say. All right. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and and then real quick. Um, are you a sports fan? Are we going to see you at Orioles, Ravens games, Wizards games? I am. I am arguably the biggest sports fan that you're going to find. And and also, I'm just a big cheerleader for for Maryland. And so, uh, I'm a, I'm a massive Ravens fan. Okay. Uh, and so I and, I and I think we're about to go on a run here. Uh, I think the Ravens are about to go on a run, uh, which is exciting. I, I love this Orioles team because I think the Orioles team plays baseball in the way that it should be played, where the where there really is no star. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't overpay for a single player on this team. This is just a group of guys who like playing together. Yeah. And who mm-hmm. like each other. And I love that kind of baseball, that it's actually, it's actually a natural team. Um, but, uh, but yes, you are going to see me and the family at a whole bunch of, uh, at a whole bunch of, of different, uh, different sporting events. How and about- also college, too. We've got some of the best college sports. Yeah, how about Maryland football? Oh, man, Maryland football right now. So I love it. Even fire, e- even though even though the Penn State game was hard to watch, it's all good. You know we got a great team. <laughs> That's right. But look, yeah. I mean, the fact is we're competitive in the most competitive uh, in the most you know competitive conference in all of college football. Yeah, that's a big deal. And uh, see, see now here, I'm a, I'm a big Washington Commanders fan. I know yes. Dan Snyder is. The worst owner in, in, in any major league sport, and they're going through a whole bunch of stuff. But once we get a new owner, I think we're going to be good. And, you know, I'm, I'm really excited about my team. Will we ever see you at any Commander games? You will. You will definitely see us at Commander's game. Okay. And, and listen, you know, it's, and it's funny because I, um, my, my whole, much of my family are just massive Commander's fans. And Washington we're talking fans, like yes. back in the day of like, you know, uh, Theismann and and, uh, and and Doug Williams and like we're talking long time Commanders mm-hmm. fans. Nice and uh, and I really want the Commanders to uh, to to stay. I I want them to be here. Uh, I think we need to do a better job of actually developing the area around the stadium because I think you know we cannot we cannot continue to essentially have a stadium there, but but essentially a desert of economic activity around right. it. Uh, we've got to do more to be able to make sure that the entire community. Uh, can benefit from having the having the commanders there, but uh, but it is it is it's exciting to see what the commanders could be and what it uh, and what we and the changes that we could see happening. Uh, not, not to mention the fact that they played that was a great game on Monday night as well. Oh yeah, yeah it was yes. yes, man. That's why I'm that on such this, I'm, I'm on this high right now. I got Wes Moore on and the commanders won like that. Man, I'm I'm like <laughs> man, I'm batting a thousand. <laughs> Love it. Great. Thank you so much. Man, thank you so much for checking in. This means a lot. And, and, you know, how long you were on with us. I mean, all of it. I hope that we can work something out. I've been talking to uh, Carter and a couple of your people. I I really hope that, you know, we can work something out where we're like the outlet for the Eastern Shore. Let's let's do it. And seriously, like, I want to make this this a regular occurrence. Um, I'm, I'm excited to be able to, and also I want to be able to get out there in person too. Yes. We're going to be spending a lot of time in the Eastern shore, a lot. We'd love to and, have you. And I want to make sure that when we do, that we come check you guys out. And so, yes, let's definitely make sure we stay close, but you know, but please be in touch with the team. And I know we'll be in touch with you. Perfect. You're the man. Wes, awesome. thank you. Governor, thank you. governor, I'm sorry. Governor. <laughs> thank you so much. Hey, it is all good. You guys are awesome. Seriously. Thank you. Hey, appreciate you. You have a great day. You too now. We have tickets to go.